All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, little Friday edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Uh, nothing really little about this podcast or the upcoming weekend for Auburn football recruiting, though. Um, Jason, this is joined by Jason Caldwell. Jason, this is the first big kind of major recruiting event under Hugh Freeze, first main junior day. You know, they've had some visitors over the past couple of weekends, um, but they've kind of put all eyes on this weekend, put all kind of put all their eggs into this basket in a sense. Um, and it seemingly paid off, you know, just in the names that we've confirmed, gotten, I think it's around 50 plus. Um, and those are just names that we've confirmed. There's going to be more guys that show up. Um, there always are, even, you know, when we're given names and stuff like that. So it's going to be huge. I think, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities to say there's going to be more than 70 recruits there. Um, and a lot of them are very notable recruits, 2024s mainly, but good crop of 2025s, a couple 2026s, even a 2027 that a lot of Alabama people are familiar with um, as well. So Jason, I think, I think we'll just dive right into it. Um, one of the main ones, one of the biggest ones, at least in my mind, a guy that I'm really keeping an eye on is potential commit watch. Um, you talked to him, I guess it was a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's liked Auburn for a while now. Um, he's been recruited by Zach Etheridge for a while now. And that's Jaden Lewis out of Aniston. Yeah. You know, a uh, really talented corner um, off a team that had a bunch of talented players. And Jaden Lewis is a guy that's, I mean, he's been a guy for about three years now. I mean, he, he's he's one of those guys that first started getting those offers coming out of Aniston, and and uh, you know we got to see a chance to see him last year. He's a he's a dynamic player, um, you know, guy that can cover and do a lot of things in the secondary. Really athletic, return kicks, and does some different things too. So, you know, yeah, you're right. He's he's had Auburn really high for a long time. Um, this you know is an opportunity. We'll see. I I, I don't know that I. Ex- expect anything to happen right away but I, I think in the next week we could see Auburn with you know signing day you kind of turn the page to the next class some of those things he's definitely a guy that that you need to pay attention to um if it's not this weekend next week maybe in a couple of weeks um it sure feels like Auburn is the team to beat for him you know heading into this visit this weekend yeah that's the thing I mean we saw it even last year with Big Cat you know Ashley Williams commits a few days later J.C. Hart commits like a week, week and a half later. You know, just because something doesn't happen this weekend doesn't necessarily mean you have to go into panic mode. You know, if Auburn leaves Saturday and Sunday without any commitments, that doesn't mean they're not coming. Um, And that doesn't mean the weekend wasn't important for Auburn. And when you talk about Jaden Lewis, number 176 player in the class, and, you know, he's got great speed, track guy. Um, You know, Jeremiah Cobb is a guy that we talked about with great speed in Auburn's 2023 class. His 100-meter time was 11, uh, around 11 seconds, 11.13. Jaden Lewis, 10.82, so about 0.3 faster than Jeremiah Cobb, and you'd be having him at cornerback. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Jaden Lewis is a guy that we've been tracking for a couple of – about a year now. You know, we've been we've been following him for quite a while. Um, Jason, another guy that we saw this fall, Jamarian Burnett out of Andalusia. Another guy that, you know, we're not saying a commitment is going to happen, um, but we're not ruling it out necessarily either. Um, this is a guy that Cadillac Williams has really tracked for quite a while. One of the top running backs in the country, mini Derrick Henry, as I like to call him, huge physical back, um, and he'll be back in Auburn on Saturday. Yeah, this is this is a guy that Auburn hadn't had in a while. Um, I'm trying to think of the last big, truly big back that Auburn had, and he probably Cam got that way, maybe that way. That's it. And Cam Patway's a guy they recruited as a fullback. Um, 
You know, Jameer Burnett's a couple inches taller. I, I don't know that there's been one, you know, in that six one six two range in quite a while. Um, you know, and so um, he is he is what you see. He's a big, upright, physical, downhill running back, and you know had some some injury issues at the end of the year. Kept him out of actually out of the state championship game um, for the, for his team last year. But you know he's a he's a really good football player, but. He's a he's a bruiser and a guy that um, I thought got a lot better from his sophomore to junior years. And so you look at him and you know when his teammates Landon Marshall is a guy that I think is you know is a sleeper too that, that's coming up with him this weekend. So um, that's another one. You're right. It's another one to watch. I think because of the fact that they're you know they're focusing on him, they're looking for that type of back. And if you're him, you're gonna look. Auburn doesn't have anybody like me. Um, some other schools might, but Auburn doesn't have anybody like him. And so that could be a feather in Auburn's cap for his, his commitment and, or his recruitment rather. Yeah. Um, you know, another guy, this is a guy that we went and saw basketball play. Um, I guess it was last week, Demarcus Riddick, Georgia commit uh, there up at Chilton County. I think he's the number 40 player in the class. What well, getting him in is huge. Um, and, you know, we talked to him after his basketball game and he was honest. He said, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any hatred towards Auburn. I love Auburn. I've always enjoyed going to Auburn. It's always been a fun time. Um, but Georgia was just on him heavier. Um, and that's kind of a similar theme for a lot of guys that were recruited by the previous staff. Um, and so DeMarcus said, look, if, you know, if this new staff shows love um, and, you know, if there's, if I feel there's a connection there, they'll at least have a chance in my recruitment. Um, and they've already visited his school, I think once or twice. I know Hugh Freeze was there. Um, and now it's his chance to kind of come down to the plains, check out that new football facility, um, and just get a feel for Josh Aldridge, Ron Roberts, the whole new defensive staff. Yeah, you look at Demarcus Riddick, and I mean the photo kind of says it all. You look at that guy, and you go, "Yeah, he looks like a running back." Well, he looks like a running back, but he weighs you know 215 pounds already, and he's you know just a junior in high school, so you know he's 16 years old. Um, he looks like. What's your what you want at linebacker in this defense, especially a guy that can be, uh, you know, a true middle linebacker, but a guy that can turn and run and make plays downhill, get after the quarterback, uh, athletic. I mean, he, he went up a couple of times, just just you know, two hand dunks under the basket, and that's not normal for you know, it is for a six five linebacker. It's not normal for a six one six two linebacker, and he's athletic. And, um, yeah, I mean. How much ground can Auburn make up in one weekend? Um, that's the question that you know, we'll have to answer this weekend. But it's a start. Um, you know, this is a guy that wasn't really even on Auburn's radar uh, until this staff came up. I mean, it's a guy that that you know there was mentioned, you heard about, but you didn't hear about with Auburn. Um, and so, um, you know, this is another step in the right direction to see how much, like I said, see how much ground they can make up in uh, in this this initial visit for him and on this junior day. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Auburn's not gonna Auburn's not gonna flip Demarcus Riddick this weekend. That's just not happening. Um, this is about laying the groundwork. This is about getting him, you know, getting him familiar with this new staff, getting him to the point where you know he wants to come back in the spring. He wants to see how this coaching staff looks out on the field, how they treat their players during practice. Maybe he wants to come to A Day, something like that. You know, this is about setting up for the future. Maybe get an official visit once those start up in the summer. That's what this is about. Um, and you want to talk about another guy committed to another SEC school, Zion Ferguson. That's what it's about for him as well. Uh, cornerback out of Gainesville, Georgia, LSU commit. Same kind of deal. Um, Auburn was involved. I would say Auburn's previous staff was involved with Zion Ferguson a little bit more than DeMarcus Riddick. Um, but again, you know, you lost out on him to LSU. 
and now it's Auburn's chance this weekend to kind of see what they can do. Yeah, no, and, and we've talked about the combination of Zach Etheridge and, and Weston McGriff. That's where this one could really pay off when you when you think about you know the you know those two guys back there, new defense, a new day at Auburn. Um, you know, and so you, you look at the the potential there in the secondary. You know, they they recruited well in the secondary, um, and that could could wind up being a plus for him because a lot of those guys came from the state of Georgia. When you look at at, at some of them, so he, some guys he's probably pretty familiar with, um, just signed with Auburn. That could it could be beneficial for them when they go, hey, let's all join forces and, and play in that same secondary together. So that could be a big deal. But you know, just what you're looking for, athletic guy that can can make plays, can 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 play man, uh, but physical enough to to come up and stop the run too. So um, you know, another guy, like I said, it's it's the same situation as Riddick here. Where you're going, hey, let's just just plant the seed. This is a plant the seed weekend here um, to try to start that process of getting a guy back, maybe for spring practice. Get a guy back maybe in the summer, and then early in football season, and 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 that's what you hope for is to kind of get just keep building that bond and 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 trying to grow a little bit stronger every day. Jason, let's stick in the secondary. A uh, guy that you talked to just a couple of days ago, Travaris Banks, uh, there out of Tuscaloosa in Northridge. Um, you know, this is a picture from a visit at Auburn. Um, just kind of what's your feel for you know, where Auburn kind of stands here going into junior day? Yeah, you know, he's always had Auburn really high on his list. Um, he's, you know, he's added a lot of offers since he came here. He was one of the few guys that came on campus last spring. Uh, we got a chance <laughs> to talk to him. Um, you know, planning and making decisions sometime this summer. Um, so I, I think um, Auburn, I think, is in pretty good shape here. Um, you know, this weekend could could really be beneficial, but – this is a guy that already knows Zach Etheridge, has some familiarity with Weston McGriff. And so, you know, meeting Hugh Freeze and meeting Ron Roberts and, and that defensive staff, that's going to be a big deal for him this weekend. And, you know, that's kind of the scenario for a lot of these guys. It's a chance for them to really sit down and, you know, talk to these new guys in person for the first time. So and I think that'll be important for uh, for Travars Banks. Yeah, I mean, look, you just talked about it a little bit beforehand. Auburn has had a ton of success in the secondary. Zach Etheridge, uh, Coach Crime now as well. So we're going to stick in the secondary again. Another guy that Auburn fans should really keep an eye on is Caleb Harris out of Thompson. Thompson is not a school that Auburn has had a lot of success at recently, um, but Caleb Harris is a guy that Zach Etheridge got in pretty early on. He was really one of his first offers back this past August, um, and Caleb has picked up a solid amount more since then. Um, this is a kid who does really like Auburn, um, and this is someone that Zach Etheridge has already put a lot of work in on. Yeah, physical safety when you look at, at Caleb. Um, you know, he's not a guy that weighs 220, but he doesn't have to be. You know, he's a guy that's built like a he built like a running back, and, and he gets downhill, makes plays in the second. He played a lot of the season last year, you know, with a cast on one hand and still made plays. So showed me his toughness and his ability to kind of adapt and, and to the situation. And obviously he's a winner. He, he's been part of teams that have won state championships left and right. So I think you look at you know, Caleb Harris as a guy that um, – you know, again, another guy to keep an eye on. And, and we've talked about, you know, Zach Etheridge and, and crime dog in that secondary. But, um, you know, Caleb Harris been Auburn a bunch. Um, this will be that first time with Coach Freeze and them. So that'll be that'll be one of the interesting things for him is, is kind of how does he react and how does he connect with a lot of these newer coaches because it's going to be that first opportunity for him. Yeah, we're going to cut, touch on two more 2024 recruits than a couple of some of the really high-profile 2025s that are expected in as well. Um, Cam Coleman, one of the biggest, literally, receivers in the class of 2024. 
six three, six four, kind of somewhere in there. Um, he's he's already got great size. He knows how to use it pretty well already. Um, a guy that put on a little bit more weight learns how to use his size just a little bit more. Learns how to box out cornerbacks maybe a little bit more, and he's going to become just an absolute weapon. Um, and you look at Hugh Freeze and the offenses that he's ran. He loves those big receivers. Cam Coleman was one of the first, if not the first guys that Marcus Davis offered um, once he got the job there as the wide receiver coach. Um, and you know, he's a guy that, uh, even dating back to the previous staff, it felt like was starting to lean towards Auburn for quite a while there. I think Alabama kind of got a notion of that. Um, and Alabama actually offered him on Thursday. Cam Coleman's still expected to visit Auburn on Saturday, but kind of maybe slows things down in his recruitment a little bit, gives him a little bit more to think about. Um, but Jason, this is a guy, I mean, feels like Auburn's coaches have been to Central a bunch already this month of January, um, and you know, Cam Coleman is a big reason why. Yeah, yeah, he freezes back in there, I, I think, on Thursday as well, or Wednesday or Thursday to see him again. So, yeah, Cam Coleman's a guy that I, I think last, may have been last August, um, could have been last spring, but I think it was last August, I think it was. Um, I walk out to, to Central practice and, and Patrick Nix grabs me and said, look, guy's an NFL guy. Really? Okay. Yep. Just, you know, just going to be a junior, played a little bit as a sophomore. And you can see the, the, the fluid way he moves to be that big, um, you know, kind of has that, that look of, of what you're looking for. And <clears throat> reminds me of those, you know, 1990s Miami and Florida state wide receivers. That's, that's kind of what he looks like, but, you know the physicality's there. I think he. I think he grew up a lot last season, when you know people said, "Look, we're going to take try to take Carmelo English away. We're going to make somebody else beat you," and he got that opportunity to go out and, and make plays. And I think he learned a lot. I think he built some confidence, and I think he's going to be a guy that's going to have a monster senior season for for Central Phoenix City. He's going to be a tough one to stop. Yeah, I. You know, I wish I had the video. I wish I knew who had to put the video up on here. We need Nathan because he's the real tech guy. Uh, you know, when we went to go and see them play IMG Academy and he had that insane catch and run where he yep. broke probably about 11 tackles yeah, um, it was a bunch. and got them down to the one yard line. And then they ended up scoring. That was, that was one of the crazier plays I've ever seen. Just absolute dominant play, kind of a coming out party in a sense, when you're playing IMG Academy, five stars all over the field, stuff like that. Um, that, and you know, we've, we saw him make other big plays this year too. He's, he's just now starting to scratch the surface on kind of the player that he is. Last 2024, Jason, that I want to touch on is Joseph Phillips, uh, the linebacker out of Booker T. Washington. This is a kid who uh, last year, this past fall, was his first year ever playing football. Um, and he quickly quickly figured out how to play football. Um, and teams caught on to that. Auburn was the first school to offer him. It was actually Cadillac Williams and the interim staff that did so. Since then, he has Florida, Arkansas, Alabama, Tennessee, I think Georgia has offered him, or they've at least shown interest. Penn State has offered him. Um, ton of major programs have followed suit. Um, and this is a kid who, you know, we went we went to see him play. You've talked to him. You talked to him, I think, earlier this month as well. You know, it'll be interesting to see kind of where Auburn stands with him and kind of how he clicks with Josh Aldridge. Yeah, no, uh, you can you can see the just the athletic ability that oozes um, when you watch Joseph Phillips play. I mean, the line him up at wide receiver, place a little tight end. Um, gets downhill. Um, he, he reminds me a little bit of a guy like Dontarius Thomas that, you know, that played with Carlos Dansby, a kind of guy I look at and I go, 
Yeah, he's probably 215, 220 now, but I think he's going to be 245 and in, in just when you snap your fingers here in a couple of years and carry it really well. Um, and so I, I think you look at him as that big, true kind of monster backer down the road. I and mean, you can see just by the photo there, I mean, this is a junior in high school, and you look at that frame and you go, man, he's not even close. He's not even close to being what he's going to be. And so um, I really like him. Um, uh, and, and, you know, good kid, obviously – He's got some. He's a guy that's got some, you know, like Ivy League offers too. Really good student. So um, I think he is a, a guy that, to me, would 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 be a, I won't say a must-have, but he'd be a really important get for Auburn if they could grab him in this class. Yeah, he'd be a nice get. That'd be one of your. You feel good about it. Cadillac Williams and the Durham staff were the first to offer. Um, Auburn was the first place that he really took kind of a recruiting visit on. That's one where you feel pretty happy about finding him early and, you know, hopefully you're rewarded for that um, in Auburn's sake. Three-star right now, I think he'll rise up pretty quickly to a four-star as that uh, junior season film starts to get out. Um, you know, there's a ton more 2024s. We could sit here and have a two-hour long podcast um, on this junior day. We're going to keep on moving, look at some 2025s that are really notable, um, and then look, if you guys want the full list, um, names that we've confirmed, we've got it all over at auburnundercover.com. Um, but we're just touching on just some of the big highlights um, and some names that, you know, we've seen play. We can talk about a little bit more. One of those guys on the screen right now is Zion Grady out of Charles Henderson. Jason, you talked to him earlier this week. This is the number four player in the 2025 class. Really, really elite edge guy camped back at Auburn. And that was, that was where things really all got started um, back in this past uh, June, I guess it was. Yeah. Yeah. Freak. That's what comes to mind when, when you, know, you think about, um, Zion Grady. I mean, you look at that photo and you go, yeah, he looks like a DB. That kid weighs 220 pounds. Um, he's got a six, four frame. I mean, he is going to be the definition of that guy that you look at in a couple of years. That is a, you know, six, four, 255 pound, you know, edge rusher. They call it that, you know, Jack linebacker, whatever you want to call. That's what he's going to be. And he's going to be elite. I think he had, what, 19 sacks, like 35 tackles for a loss as a junior last year for a team that was pretty darn good. I mean, he wasn't the only player on that team. And so, um, so he, he, you know, he is um, relentless, pretty good basketball player too, plays center for a team that's a pretty good basketball team. And so uh, you look at Zion Grady and, and I just see upside. That's, that's, that's everything about him and at one of the most important positions on the field. Now you think about, you know, need areas and, and, you know, what you have to have on a football team to be elite. Um, you know, Georgia might not have had one true elite pass rusher on this year's team, but they had a bunch of really good defensive linemen. Um, but you look at it, you know, that's what it takes. And if you can't rush the passer, it's almost impossible to to play defense at a really high level. And so it makes Zion Grady one of the most – I mean, obviously one of the most important players in the country since he's, what, number four right now. Yeah. And Jason, one other thing I want you to touch on real quick. I didn't even realize it until I read your story. Um, but Zach Etheridge, his area recruiter, has a strong connection to where Zion Grady is from. Yeah. I mean, that's Zach Etheridge. Uh, the first time I saw Zach, he was playing in the 707, same high school. Zach Etheridge from Charles Henderson High School in Troy. So, same high school there. Zach just spoke at the uh, their banquet, their fall sports banquet um, recently. And went back to his hometown, so not a bad, not a bad thing for Auburn to have Zach in the building again. But yeah, no, Zach, um, you know, I'm sure knows a lot of his family, a lot of people there. Obviously, you know, coaches, people around the program. That's a huge deal um, 
because it creates comfort. It creates familiarity. And so, yes, there is a, a strong connection for Zach Etheridge when you talk about Charles Henderson. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to talk about another Thompson safety, um, which people are probably clenching their teeth a little bit hearing Thompson and safety. I'm um, talking about Auburn a little bit. But one of the best ones, the best one in the country, according to 24-7 Sports for the class of 2025, Anquan Fagans, number six overall player, number one safety, number two player in Alabama for that 2025 class, just behind Zion Grady there. Um, this is a kid we saw play. Extremely athletic. Um, just got offered by Auburn earlier this past week. Got a lot of connections to Alabama, um, so this would be – look, there's still a long way to go for 2025s for all of these guys, um, but th this would be a really tough pull for Auburn. But getting him on campus this weekend is a great start. It is, and, and you know, he's a playmaker. Um, the guy that had, I think, what, eight or nine interceptions, about three or four of them went for pick six for touchdowns. And so um, just a football family, two older brothers that, that, that played successful and been really good. And so um, – when you when you look at Anquan Fagans, you see a guy that's playing at a high level, an elite level, for a, a team that's won state championships and he played as a freshman, and then he was really good as a sophomore for a defense that was pretty darn good last year. That Thompson defense, so um, yeah, just another opportunity. This we talked about planting seeds. These are planting seeds weekends for guys like this to go. Hey, you know what? I don't know a whole lot about Auburn. I didn't know a whole lot about Auburn before this weekend, but. That's a place I want to learn more about. I want to go back, and and that's what you have to do. That's that's how you build relationships. That's how you build recruiting classes. Is you do it early, you get guys on campus, and you get them back. And so this is the chance to do that with a guy like Anquan Fagans. Yeah, yeah. You know, you talked about it last year, the junior day. I think there were thirteen total players there. There might be thirteen twenty twenty five players um, at this junior day. Um, oh yeah, I think so, there'll be. I think there'll be at least that many, maybe more. Um, yeah, I, I, I've said it. I think. I, I I think it's probably going to be close. I, I think there could be as many players, uh, many prospects on campus Saturday as there was the entire spring last year for Auburn. Um, yeah, talk about different players. Um, I think it could easily reach that number. It it could easily reach the number in that month of January. There's no question about it because there's a couple of weeks oh, yeah. there wasn't anybody there. So you're going to have more more people on campus in one weekend than you're talking about months at a time last spring and then. Um, that shows up, it pays off, and it's a big deal. And it's why people have talked about, you know, this staff. And here's the thing, they're not doing anything groundbreaking. Yeah, they're doing a really good job, and they're going, they're getting after it, and they're being really busy. But this is what you have to do. This is what it takes. And, and, and so um, they've done a good job of, of realizing, you know what, we've got a lot of ground to make up. They've, they've gone out and hit the state of Alabama, and they've, they've, they've gone back to those schools again. And they've invited a ton of kids from the state of Alabama to visit this weekend. And um, that's a start and a really good start for them to build on what they did in that signing class and then out of the transfer portal. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, for the 2024 class, they're already behind. That's just the way recruiting is. In all honesty, they're already behind. Recruiting is at, right now for highly talented players, it's at least a two-year process, usually longer than that. So at this point, Auburn is already trying to play catch up on 2024. And with some of these elite 2025s, in all honesty, they're already playing a tiny bit of catch up there as well. But more so for 2025s, this is a great chance for Auburn to really, really strike gold in that recruiting class. Really talented in-state guys. Uh, last guy that we're going to touch on is Antoine Hill. Not in-state, but from Georgia. place that Auburn has had a lot of success just in that Atlanta area. Warner Robbins. Um, Antoine Hill is out of, uh, I believe it's Houston County. Yes. I learned that this week. Um, and so he is... 
He's the number 57 overall player in the class, number five quarterback, put up some elite stats as a sophomore. I mean, incredible stats. I think it was 40 touchdowns to three interceptions, if I'm remembering correctly. Didn't run a whole lot. It looked like he could run from watching the film a little bit, but just didn't seem like he really had to necessarily. Um, Auburn hasn't offered him yet, but Auburn has visited his school. When I talked to him on the phone, he said that he kind of expected to get an offer this weekend, so we'll see if that's the case. Um, but you know, this is one of the big quarterbacks that will be on class or yeah. on campus this weekend. Yeah, all you got to do is look at that photo and, and, and see a kid that's a sophomore in high school and go, man, that guy looks like, um, you know, you know, guy that's been playing for four or five years in college. Um, and, and when he, when you turn on the film, you see a guy that can make plays explosive, but he has a, a cannon for an arm, can make every throw. And so, um, yeah, I would expect to that one of the news items on Saturday is, is, is a news item about Antoine Hill getting an offer. I think that's probably going to happen, uh, provided he shows up and, and takes the visit. I, I, you know, a guy that, you know, you'll start to, to hear much more about, I think, in terms of Auburn, but also a, a lot of the powerhouse schools around here, that he's going to be a guy that's going to be, um, you know, right at the top of the list for a lot of programs moving forward. Yeah. So we're, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Um, like I said, there's, there's probably going to be north of 70, 75 guys on campus. We could sit here and talk about all of them, um, but I think you guys will get pretty bored about that tried to pick some of like the 10 to 12 you know, top guys, guys that we know a lot about, guys that Auburn fans should really be keeping an eye on this weekend, um, You know, whether it's potential commit news, offer news like Antoine Hill, elite five-star guys, um, whatever it may be. Um, and look, if you guys want to read the full visitor list, we've got that over at auburnundercover.com. Um, so you can go out and check that out over there. On Saturday, Jason and I will have live updates. Obviously, we'll have exit interviews as the recruits leave on junior day. Grab as many of them as we can. It might be a little bit chaotic, but we'll get as much as we can to you guys. Um, we'll call kids, you know, if we don't happen to get them, whatever it may be. We'll have full coverage for you guys over there at AuburnUndercover.com. Um, if you're listening to this as a podcast on Google, uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever it may be, make sure to leave us a review there. Um, if you're on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. That really helps us out. Thanks for listening. Um, I think we'll probably be back, maybe do one Sunday evening uh, or Monday morning, something like that, um, to recap the weekend and kind of how things went for Auburn. Um, and should be a big one. We'll catch you guys.